0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com
1: From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, April 4, 2019 And this is The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com Hi, my name is Bob Hello,
2: Bob Hi, coming up on today's
1: show, the goth ninjas are here for Three-Way Thursday Jody Hamilton from The Stephanie Miller Show And T-Rex David Ferguson from The T-Rex Report Podcast Okay, just everything went down last night. We got a huge bunch of stories to talk about today. A series of bombshells of dropped, showing Trump officials had numerous meetings with Russians and were manipulated by the Russian attack. This is all in the Mueller report, according to sources. We're going to dig into all of this here in just a second. Meanwhile, Trump's tax returns have been requested by the chairman of Ways and Means. Another gigantic story. And Trump personally granted Jared a security clearance despite being rejected by career officials. Plus, we've got music by Twisted Mojo and Coral Gables. Okay, we're going to talk about Patreon here. Yesterday I spoke with the great Chris Walla, the former guitarist and producer for Death Cab for Cutie, one of my absolute favorite bands. Among other things, Chris told a hilarious story about producing the late Gord Downey solo album, The Grand Bounce. And we talked about why Chris left Death Cab after 17 years. So if you dig what you hear, please help support this completely independent podcast for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. And depending on your subscription amount, we'll give you hours of weekly bonus content, including our post-mortem show recorded after the end credits roll on our Tuesday and Thursday shows, along with our Friday after-party podcast and the 90-minute ultimate edition of this show without commercials, We're also posting all kinds of free content on our Patreon page, including our Wednesday interview show with people like Randy Rhodes, Malcolm Nance, John Fugelsang, Frank Conniff, Jillian Barbary, Stephen Weber, and the Frangelo duo. That's bobseskashow.com, or just click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin.
0: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorable... Never give up, never surrender... is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum, dedicated to Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero, the one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, we've all heard the legend, but who is the man? Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America, Learn the amazing history of the Tannen family. See Biff's humble beginnings and how a trip to the racetrack on his 21st birthday made him a millionaire overnight. Share in the excitement of a fabulous winning streak that earned him the nickname, the luckiest man on Earth. Learn how Biff parlayed that lucky winning streak into the vast empire called Biffco. Discover how in 1979, Biff successfully lobbied to legalize gambling and turned Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse into a beautiful casino hotel. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. Meet the women who shared in his passion as he searched for true love. And relive Biff's happiest moment as in 1973 he realized his lifelong romantic dream by marrying his high school sweetheart, Lorraine Baines McFly. Third time's a charm. No! Bob Seska. If you vote
1: for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? Trump is crazy. It is the Trump Crisis Day 805, 579 days until the 2020 presidential election. And we've got music from Albuquerque Zone, Twisted Mojo, and Chez Pazienza's old group from Miami, Florida, Coral Gables on today's show. But first, oh my god, we gotta do this. <laughs>
3: All right.
1: Added
4: it ever an, more elaborate.
1: Yeah, oh. I added an additional sound in there. I got a request to hear Walter in there somewhere, so. I don't blame you. <laughs> Jody Hamilton's here from the Stephanie Miller Show, and of course, T-Rex David Ferguson from the T-Rex Report Maybe. podcast. The goth ninjas have assembled. Yeah. Okay. So but speaking
4: of uh, singing dogs, yeah. I am performing tonight in Athens with Compromat at Flicker Bar at 10 p.m. on Washington Street. Come on down. Covers five dollars. We're playing with like three other bands, including uh, Garbage Wife from Austin. <laughs>
1: <There>. <laughs> what, what are, wait, what are some of the other names of the bands? Because I love Garbage Wife is the name of one. <laughs>
4: really? Actually, they're apparently really good. Oh, um, wow. I have not, and I can I can kind of like. Uh... I don't know. I read a quote somewhere, uh, by, and I don't know if this is a direct reference, but Tori Amos once said, I am garbage at anything that a wife does. As a mistress does, that I could do.
1: And so that's the origin of Garbage I Wife. I think
4: it may not be, but... <laughs> if it Just is, an, an obscure,
1: obscure Tori Amos quote is you how they... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's well, a band
4: out there called uh, Truculent and Unreliable, which is a quote <laughs> from a high court London ruling about Morrissey with regards to the <laughs>
5: um, wow.
4: royalties case where one of the ba- the bassist of the smiths was suing him over unpaid royalties well wow. well that's interesting the judge said Mr. Morrissey you are truculent and unreliable and I find your testimony unpersuasive
1: <laughs> that's both interesting and really really trivial so thank you <laughs> Jackie thank Shuckner, you
4: I love you you're with me on this <laughs> thing <you're laughs>
1: All right. Well, I mean, where do we begin today? I guess, you know, I wanted to mention, too, that um, I played the Biff Tannen thing at the top of the show there because I noticed Jonathan Chait's column the other day uh, in New York Magazine in which he... Uh, Compared Donald Trump to Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Uh Don't think we didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I was just—I was going to make a big (laughs) deal about how I invented that, and he's taking my bit. And and of course, it's—you know—no one owns that thing. And besides, I love it when people steal my material. That's like the ultimate form of flattery. You know, it's like uh, last—I
4: felt when I saw people putting pictures of Jill Stein up that said "Tofu Palin." That was mine, but it went away and it had a life of its own for a while, my little meme.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, last night I had a conversation with Kimberly where she was like, you know, uh, one of the greatest things is referring to the Fox and Friends people as giggling couch tumors. I love that. That's so funny (laughs) that you came up with that. And and she said, but but because it's yours, I don't want to use it. And I said...
2: Use it, no, please. Use for it, God's proliferate use it. it. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. That's the whole point. I come up with this stuff. We all come up with these things in the hopes that it'll catch on and everyone will start saying it. And that, mm-hmm. of course, is what happened. Uh, well, I don't know if
4: it, I don't know if that's Jonathan, our job. We are satirists, right? And I, I don't know <laughs> if Jonathan
1: Chait is uh, reading my stuff and going, "Hey, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to steal Bob Suska's work." And he's like, "I have no idea who you are, so never mind."
4: Do you <laughs> so. guys watch Black Mirror?
1: Uh, I've watched
5: episodes of it, yeah. Yeah,
1: I saw this. See the episode where the people
4: sent the woman a cake that said, I can't remember, I think it said effing B word on it. Oh, Um, yeah, really? She cuts a big slice of it, and her husband's like, I can't believe you're going to eat it. And she's like, It's a cake, Robert. That's its job. (laughs) 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 And that's, you know, we're satirists. It's our job. Yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah, wait.
1: Did you just say the B word? I was the B, B word. Really for
4: once, I've really been trying to dial it back a little bit um, since my uh, run-in with some uh, unfortunate neighborhood politics and <gasps> uh, started letting ah, certain swear words fly. Oh, I um, see. But that's a, a subject that's not for appropriate for airtime.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe on the post-mortem show, we'll talk about your thing. <laughs> talk about your cats and your 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 crazy neighbor. You've got a crazy neighbor. You got to like a, a like a meddling neighbor that will. T- Maybe talk about it.
4: <laughs> I just, I don't want to get sued. Let's keep moving. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, obviously
1: there's just, there are copious things that we need to talk about today, and least of all being the fact that Donald Trump doesn't know how to say the word origins.
0: Right. <laughs> oh my God, was he
4: sundowning? Was that, it Was what time of day it was I, that?
1: I think so, because you know what? It wasn't just the the word oranges that he kept replacing origins with it was also the fact that he's doing this thing again where he keeps repeating the same phrases in the same words over and over again he's like a loop tape or something like an eight track tape that always goes back right to the beginning after he's done saying something and so um and that's what that's exactly what happened the other day and it was mm-hmm. tuesday in fact buzz and i were doing the tuesday show and we did manage to work in the fact that for some Fucked up reason. Donald Trump decided to lie about where his dad was born. Even though yeah, what it's, was that? I, I, I think I think he's losing his mind. I think there is something seriously wrong. I think the brain worms have well, finally it is very taken very
4: small and, yeah. and easy to lose. That's right. Uh, well
1: I mean it's you know, again, I think the brain worms have finally crossed the uh <laughs> <laughs> broken Maybe the line the and, circuit yeah. yeah exactly they've gone in and it's fully swiss cheese now his gray matter so um but this was the case again on tuesday and 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 here is uh in case you haven't heard it yet this is the entire oranges clip this isn't yeah. edited or anything this isn't spliced together this is every time he said oranges instead of origins mm-hmm. And uh, But listen for the repeated phrases over and over and over again.
2: I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation, the beginnings of that investigation. Oh, you look go. at the mm. origin of the there. investigation, where it started, how it started, who started it, whether it's McCabe or Comey or a lot of them. A lot of them. Where does it go? How high up in the White House did it go? In the White House? You will all get Pulitzer Prizes. That, okay. that, I, love,
1: get Pulitzer. I love that little pregnant pause in mm-hmm. there. Like one part of his brain is going, oranges, 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 oranges. The other part of his brain is going, stop saying oranges. And so it just uh-huh. grinds to a halt. You know, just the, the wheels just seize up.
2: Surprises. Uh, you should have looked at it a long time ago. And that's the only thing that's disappointing to me about the Mueller report. The <laughs> Mueller report. That, uh, of-
1: <laughs> what? Don't say oranges. Don't say oranges.
2: Don't put salt in your
5: eye. Wait, the
4: oranges. What what were you gonna say, T-Rex? You back in the day, uh, I was not a big uh, crystal meth or speed or coke user, (laughs) but I dabbled. Um, (laughs) And there's a thing that happens when you've done too much. No, really, I was like a downer's guy. I like to be soothed. I like Advan. Oh, me too. Love the downers. Um, So um, I feel like what we're and I would stay up for too many days or do too much. I just
1: said. I just said love the downers.
4: <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I think I'm on the. But now. you get this thing where you get halfway through a sentence and you forget what the hell you're talking about. It's yeah, and I really that's what I hear is happening here. He's finding himself at the ends of these participles, going, "What was this connected to?" Yeah, listen the, and that's what I wanted you to. That's why I interrupted because I want you to listen for that as he gropes around and tries to re- like and pretend that you've been up for days yeah. and that you're cracked out on. Adderall or Pro Vigil or whatever. The,
1: the whole idea of Trump just cracked out on anything is just hilarious is. to me. But well, yeah, it's like
5: that. That it's like that. Kids in the Hall sketch where the guy says, "Don't put salt in your eye," <laughs> and then it ends up going, "Put salt in your eye," and he just ends up putting salt in his eye. And remember that sketch? Seen that one. No, yes, the most God vivid. It, the I love one, that.
4: The, the two, my two Oof. kids in the Hall sketches are. There's blood coming out of your ear. <laughs> on a date. Do you remember that one? Yes. I've been so desperate to be on a date that that's exactly what I would do. And they'd be like, there's really, there's the blood spurting every year. I'm like, no, it's fine. Let's get our appetizers. A talking <laughs> kitty. All right. Well, we haven't
1: gotten to every instance of Donald Trump saying oranges okay, yet. Listen, so. yeah,
2: now listen for the druggy pauses. Okay. okay. About the Mueller report. Uh. The Mueller report, I wish covered the oranges, how it started. The beginnings of the investigation, how it started, <laughs> it didn't cover that, and for some reason, none of that was discussed. Here they
0: are, the three oranges. Be around, Buster, and watch a reel! <laughs> oh, here we go. Oranges, morges, who said? Sing along. Oranges, morges, who said? <laughs> oranges, morges,
1: who said? There ain't no rhyme for oranges.
0: Oranges, porges, there's another one. Oranges, porges, there's another one. Oranges, porges. The one another for see, see,
1: Millennials, this is HR Puffin stuff. This is why Gen X is so screwed up.
0: it it's got no rhyme, but we got news ain't never there ain't no <laughs> rhyme for orange. <laughs>
4: All right, yeah. That's how you said being really sad. Okay. There's a huge dearth of knowledge for me about Saturday morning cartoons because mm. my dad made us get out and exercise every Saturday morning.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And while I-
4: the other kids are watching Scooby Doo and Super Friends and Puffin stuff, my brother and I were running laps around the block, hating our dad. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Right <laughs> but after. But as a the-
4: result, when I decided to get in shape as an adult, it was so much easier.
1: I- we had until <laughs> about 10 a.m. until uh, the chores had to start on Saturday morning. So yeah, but that yeah. was a uh, that was from a show called HR Puffin Stuff. It was part I of the Sid the and Marty Croft. <laughs> superstars, and, and that was Witchy Poo singing the Oranges, Poranges song. <laughs>
5: okay, if you Meanwhile, watch that Jackie show now... Jody grew we, up in
4: Hollywood, I mean, Jody grew up in Hollywood, and could we get the Hollywood music? Uh, <laughs> breakfast bro- was brought to her on a brocade.
5: No, it was not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, she sat in a palatial princess bed with a pink I wish. Phone, yeah. I only wish.
5: I had to clean up after five dogs, so... Um, oh, well, yeah, what then. were you going to uh, say a second ago, Jody? Uh, if you watch... HR Puffin stuff. Now, yeah, you will understand the amount of drugs that they were on oh writing my God. and producing oh, I'm that sure.
1: show. Yeah, because yeah.
5: that is an acid trip just to look at.
1: Yeah, it. and there's a uh, Mr. Show sketch that you have to watch that goes right along with it. It's called the Altered States of Drugachusetts. <laughs> it's and it's an HR Puffin stuff thing, but it's all drug references. Oh and yeah, it's, and it's one of the greatest sketches ever written because it's so. It they didn't really need to do much to the show to make it no. into. Just a series of obvious drug references. Oh, yeah. Uh, I
5: mean, the whole show is. I mean, it it was like as an adult, you watch it, and then you watch... Through a kid's eyes, and you go, "Oh, yeah. you so don't understand."
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So I mean, on top of uh, yeah, not getting get back to politics, yeah. Not, <laughs> I mean, not being able to say oranges was just the beginning of a lot of bad, bad, bad things for Trump. Lots of bad things because you know what? Because he's got the best words. He always has them. Right? I know
2: words. <laughs> I have the best words.
1: He Has the best words, right? So he uh, he can't say origins. Uh, origins. See, I'm doing it too now. He's got See? me completely. Don't put salt f- in your eye. Messed. I Do know. Not what's,
5: put salt in your eye. What's
1: wrong with me, Trump? <laughs> Trump also said his dad was born in Germany. His dad was born in New York City. Trump said, you can get cancer from the sound of wind turbines.
5: Hey, I've, I marked myself safe from cancer, from s- noise today. Thank <laughs> God
1: for that. So glad like, You yeah. know, there's yeah. cancer in
5: my family, so I'm very, very happy that noise has not given me cancer yet.
1: That's right. But stay away from them because the noise, and even if, if you watch a video of them, the noise. And when Trump was talking about that, did you notice he imitated the noise? He actually no. started to go, rawr, 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 rawr. Oh, no, I'm like, oh my, oh my God. God, oh my God, he's nuts, he is crazy. And so this morning, Mercedes Schlapp is one of the White House spokespeople, was asked uh, whether wind turbines cause cancer, and Schlapp said, I don't have an answer to that. I don't. I I I don't have an answer to that. Yeah, I really don't have information on that. And then the the reporter said, "American families are concerned today that the president says wind turbines cause cancer." And Schlapp goes, "I don't have any information on that."
5: <laughs> Instead of no, he's Good an idiot answer. and yeah. he needs to resign.
1: Right. So and then, meanwhile, Trump walked back his pledge to close the border. So that's going to be maybe next year, or sometime. We'll wait and see.
4: We'll see what happens, like always. So you know what? We got Mexican last night, and I got guacamole just so I could like make sure that like before the avocados are gone, I get one really good yeah uh, guacamole and chips. Just well, sure. I don't even like avocados that much, but it just uh,
1: but it's not going to oh happen. Lord. I mean, now he's already backing away. But I mean, he I said. Remember
4: when the limes disappeared? <laughs>
1: The the big lime massacre of 2014 <laughs> is that what it was? I don't remember the limes disappearing. Was that a big event where
4: all of oh, a sudden? Yeah, Joe, the- so do you remember when all of a sudden it was a dollar for a lime Yeah. just anywhere because there were there's a cartel that owns like the part of Mexico that where the limes come from. Wow. And yeah, it was just. It's been a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, well, and, I mean, of course, it imposed like a massive inconvenience to everybody on the planet because there are lemons still and but it just was it, it sent a chill through me in terms of the fragility of our food supply yeah. and how dependent we are on specific regions and specific places to give us things that grow and all see it just I don't know. We're we're it's everything's well, very precarious. I
1: mean, on top of all of that, um, he threatened to uh, slap their uh, slap Mexican vehicles with uh, tariffs, like any car that's made in, in Mexico. And there are quite a few cars actually manufactured in Mexico. They're not literally Mexican cars, but they're manufactured there. Right. And by slapping a tariff on those cars, um, he'd be violating his own USMC or whatever the hell that's called. Uh, mm-hmm. USMCA which is basically NAFTA but rebranded for Trump with a terrible name. It's like...
5: <laughs> I know. It's like... It, what are you... T- I, <laughs> the <laughs> acronym is just like the dumbest acronym. <laughs>
1: it really, really is. And of course this, you know, his retaliation for whatever he's retaliating uh, against Mexico for uh, would violate his own goddamn trade agreement. Uh. So meanwhile, <laughs> this he said, So
4: that should be terrifying to everyone is the thing. Yeah. Like, no, because it's dementia. I mean, he's like, when words start getting screwed around like that, it, it I just... Well, I mean,
1: how long could a 72 year old man go sleeping only a few hours a night, eating nothing but cheeseburgers and hamburgers and and KFC and obsessively watching TV and popping uh, ProVigil or Adderall like goddamn Skittles? I mean, at some point, it's going to wear that person down. And already we've been hearing the uh, reports that Trump is exhausted and so forth. And, you know, I oh, mean, he's exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. He should just resign. If he's feeling tired, he should just resign. Because, yeah, just
2: go. Yeah, just Trump go is crazy. Away.
1: Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, here's another example. This morning, he said the word deal more than 14 times in a 70 second video. I don't. Aaron Rupar posted the video. I'm not going to force the, another Trump video on everyone, but trust me, he says uh, the word "deal." I, I think at least 14 times in in literally wow. six, like a minute ten, somewhere around there. It's just great. To listen to it is to listen to the rantings of a crazy person. Yeah, you
4: know, just like always. But it's That's going a, beyond funny now to the yeah. point that I'm actively scared. Yeah, I feel well, like you know, that I'm sitting in. You know, a passenger cabin of an airplane, and all of a sudden, the captain is started barking into the mic like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and saying, you know, I see angels in the cockpit. Yeah, you know, I mean, just whatever. And just oh God,
1: re- remember just- those uh, those HBO documentaries about like Newark, New Jersey, where they followed the lives of these meth addicts, and they would do things like uh, they'd be tweaking the VCR, they'd have to take apart the remote controls, and then they were talking to shadow people. I mean, th- right? this is this is Donald Trump. This is the, uh, Donald Trump is on the verge of talking to shadow people and tweaking his own uh, TiVo or whatever. He's going to say, you know, I've got to take apart this evil uh, super TiVo because there's clearly Chinese spies in there. Is it China? China! And so he goes nuts and starts doing all kinds of meth things, which <laughs> would, would would not seem too far outside the realm of possibility at this point. And so last night, too, he said that um, during his speech, he was talking about how uh, he's worried that someone's going to leak his speech, even though it was being carried live on C-SPAN. So, uh, <laughs> Brainworms. And then so... Uh, Which
4: speech? The State of the Union?
1: Yeah, uh, No, it was some speech he gave in front of some hedges. I don't know what the hell... I don't know where he was, but he was standing in front of like... I don't know what kind of box. He was standing in front of a bunch of boxwoods.
4: <laughs> it's a speech that's already made. Yeah, not a speech. Like, not a paper, like piece of paper. Well, like he was
1: doing his usual improv thing, where he goes back to the speech for a couple of words and then has to riff a little bit. And as part of his riff, he was like, I hope so- someone's going to leak this speech. And, of course, there were video cameras everywhere and press everywhere <laughs> It's just like, oh, my God, can you not see that you're on TV now? The red light that you're always pointing your stubby little finger at. Mm-hmm. See those dishonest people back there? They're so dishonest. <laughs> but they're not filming me now. No, not at all, despite all the cameras. Uh, oh, what an idiot. And we haven't even gotten to the bombshell news stories yet. These are just a bunch of Trump things that happened because of the brain worms over the last 24 hours. He also started taunting Joe Biden over all yes. of the... Improper touching—that's oh my god—has been going on. So Donald Trump actually said, "You know, actually,
4: I'm sorry, Mr. Pot, Mr. Kettle isn't here. You'll have to call him Black later." Yeah, I know. While
1: you were out buying avocados last night, T Rex, <laughs> it was just mayhem and and. <laughs> Staggering that he actually went there. Is it? uh, He said he was telling a story about a general. He said, "Oh yeah, it was General Raisin Kane." He was telling that old yarn again every time he gives a speech. Got to talk about this guy. His name is Raisin, and the last name is Kane. I said, "So your name is Raisin Kane?" Oh my God, he's so into weird little shit like that. But um, he said, "Here." I said to the general, "Give me a kiss." I felt like Joe Biden, but I meant it, you know. And the crowd starts laughing and everything like that. So, Um, but you know. He's so concerned about improper touching. Maybe he needs to consult with the Duggers, because remember the Duggers had an uh-huh. improper touching scandal, so maybe... Yeah. Hello, and God bless. My name is Jim Bob Duggar from the hit television series 19 Kids Counting, And I'm Michelle Duggar. I'm a human gestation pod for the Lord. As you might have read, <laughs> we've been victimized by an evil, devilish media scandal. The media... Gender... People have asked us, wow, Jim Bob, how do you and Michelle stay so even-keeled and unaffected by all the turmoil and improper touching?
3: Turmoil is the devil's work.
1: Yes, it is, Michelle.
3: I like shoes. Shoes are fun.
1: Here's how we achieve our current state of glazed, vacant, emotionless bliss. Uh From the folks at Quiverful Laboratory in Heber Springs, Arkansas, (laughs) we've been taking all-new maximum strength Coltapraxapro. Coltapraxapro.
5: Culpra-
0: Coltapraxapro.
1: Right you are, honey. Maximum strength <laughs> Coltapraxapro is a cocktail of the world's finest anti-anxiety and antipsychotic medications, including... It's, it's
3: chlorpromazine, Loxapac, Drolaptin, perphenazine, Compazine, Fafris, Abilify. Loracidone,
1: Theraquil, Zaprexil, Clozapine, <laughs> Nipolept, and Haloperidol. Praise the Lord, there's an actual Halo. Anifranil, Norpramin, Sinequan, Trofranil, Marplan, Nardil, MSAM, Parnate, Xanax, Libria, Clonopin, Valium, Ativan and Sarex.
2: Depakote
0: Lyrica, Narotin, Tenormin, Korgar, Provasic, Enderol or Bakron, Moban, Risperol, Zalexa, Prozac, Luvox. Zoloft, Pristique, Zimbalta, Fetzema,
1: Elevil, Amioxide, Doxapin, <laughs> Navaril, White Zinfandel, Chlorhexphenadryl, Adipin, Vivictil, Humeril, Valdoxin, Welbutrin, Metatone, and alpha Ethyltryptamine. <laughs> Just take one Cultipraxapro with food. Oh, I take six or seven an hour. That's nice. My name is Michelle. <laughs> do-da, do-da. It's Cultipraxapro from Quiverful Labs. When praying just isn't enough to stun you into an anesthetized cult-like state of emotional paralysis. (laughs) Consult your Quiverful auditor before taking Cultipraxapro. You should not take six or seven Cultipraxapro per hour. Side effects include dry mouth, wet mouth, lifeless eyes, Jersey girl hair, the barfs, pins and needles, rocks and garbage, dizziness, euphoria, no sense of right and wrong, spastic tone, moral superiority, the clap, ferret face, hysterical deafness, crusty limb balls, lengthy toenails, Ectopic ectoplasm, the side hugs, gingivitis, bigotry, volcanic sputum, waxy lips, cubic staining, <laughs> lens flare, gargantuan epiglottis, intravenous demylo, finger hair, and lung butter. Cultipraxapro. Use only as recommended. It's a time for me to say improper touching
5: again. Improper touching. Okay. Improper touching.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
5: Finger hair. Thank you. I've actually seen finger hair, finger by hair. the way. <laughs> there, are, there are fake fingernails that have hair on them now. It's quite disgusting. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, so
1: gross. Uh, are you on several of those medications or all of them, T-Rex? All of them.
4: <laughs> that's, uh, that's private.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So uh, in case you're uh, caught in turmoil involving improper touching, maybe uh, check out Cultipraxaprop. Oh,
4: God forbid. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's get into the actual shit here, the actual real Mm -hmm. news that's going on, besides just Donald Trump's ongoing stupidity. So first of all, and this is apart from what we heard from the New York Times or the Washington Post last night, but today NBC News is reporting this, that uh, the Mueller report includes, quote, detailed accounts of Trump campaign contacts with Russia and depicts a, quote, campaign Whose members were manipulated by a sophisticated Russian intelligence operation? Oh my God! Wow. So, so um, among many other things, I want to hear from Glenn Greenwald and Michael Tracy and Matt Taibbi about how this is a complete exoneration for Donald Trump. Oh, and K- mm-hmm. Kendallanian for that matter too. Because hey. I've been noticing—I don't know if you guys have noticed—but Kendallanian's all over NBC uh, and MSNBC today. Talking about this particular story, and really not necessarily owning up to the fact that he was doing this jig uh for well basically for the last two weeks oh you, you know what he was saying? He was calling it a legal exoneration the uh the uh, right. uh, bar memo but then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know the
4: whole thing is making my brain bleed i've had to kind of. In some ways, too. Now a lot of it over the last few days because it's just I feel like we are always at war with East Asia. You know, it's like the <laughs> banners are getting cut down. It's just yeah. everything, and even like the quote unquote good guys are like gaslighting us. And I yeah. just it you know I've needed to take a few days to just like get away from it all. Mm-hmm. And um, but I still like I've been following enough to I just uh, yeah it's maddening and I just I like how many d- and. Every day, more people pile up at the detention centers at the borders. Every day, more children are infected with lice and other, you know, and illnesses for, and pink eye for being locked into cages at close quarters without their moms and dads, without access to hygiene. And I just, I'm feeling it all today. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, let me try to say something funny. So, um, well, I
1: mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, I, 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 I'm not necessarily feeling it today. And I'll tell you why. Because I've been feeling it for the previous uh, week and a half, the previous 13 right. days, where it was just like, oh, fuck fuck and you know just like screaming at the top of my lungs like this is a cover-up we are getting screwed here we're being snowed um and now finally we're getting some confirmation that all of our suspicions were Uh, Leaning towards being true. And and here we are. So NBC News continued by saying a former federal prosecutor familiar with Barr's thinking said the attorney general believed the obstruction case was complicated by the fact that the questionable actions taken by Trump, such as firing James Comey, were authorized under the powers of the presidency. So basically, what what this is saying here is that Bill Barr feels as though, well, because the president is in charge of the Justice Department and therefore in charge of the FBI, then he can do whatever he wants. There's no obstruction here because he's just being the president, which is absolute fucking bullshit, bullshit, 100 percent bullshit. Fuck you. Thank you very much. Yes. The official who has spoken to members of Mueller's team says they describe the evidence on obstruction as compelling. And said it includes Uh more information than has been made public. Mm -hmm. So there's additional stuff that we haven't heard of yet. Like we've been saying all
4: fucking along. When are we eventually going to see it, though? Is there any expectation of that?
1: I don't think we're ever going to see it. I, I mean, here's and, and I know I'm, no I'm going to leak it. Uh, well, I mean, that's it's always a possibility. I, I, but I'm talking about we're never going to see it through official channels. It's never going to officially be released because as soon as Donald Trump heard this news, heard this series of stories beginning with The New York Times last night. He probably threw down, He, pro- I mean, I can only imagine the eruption of obscenities inside uh, the White House last night when this all came down. Because I-, I, honest to God, think that this alone will trigger him to go, all right, well, you know, executive privilege, the whole thing. I'm going to just yeah. executive privilege and then it's going to end up in court and then it'll end up in the Supreme Court, which quite honestly, people have been saying, oh, John Roberts will easily say, you know, he's got to release right. this report. And, if, and I don't he know votes. that for sure. Do you? I mean, Jody, do I you have? Hope
5: so? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's right now the, the closest thing to a swing vote we've got.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and that's what's scary about it. George yeah. W. Bush's hand hand-picked uh, chief justice
5: mm-hmm. is
1: the swing. <laughs> This is the swing vote,
4: for God's
5: sake. I'm
4: mm-hmm. just-, just getting marched into authoritarianism. Yeah. I feel like Sarah Kenzie here today. I'm just like, there is no hope. Don't
5: listen to her. She'll scare you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's not... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Everything she says comes true. She's
5: she scares me almost yeah. as much as Malcolm does. <laughs>
4: right. I think you need to have her on at some point. Yeah.
1: Um, well, you know, life is scary enough. Uh, if you're, if what you're saying is true, that she's just, uh, she's really, really scary. Why would, <laughs> why would I want to be terrified? I'm already terrified.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, gosh. Maybe. She's smart I
5: mean, but she's scary. That's
4: she right. can tell us what's coming next and maybe we can try to prepare for it. <laughs> right. You know, I just get
5: get ready to move to Luxembourg because mm-hmm. it's lovely this time of year. That's what but I hear. There, what
4: about I mean, I you know, I literally think about this all the time, but there's like I can't afford to go anywhere.
5: Well, um, if you if you
1: go somewhere T-Rex, make sure to bring a tin of bugger off bomb. Right now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, how about Segway? So thank you. Thank Look, you very to tell you much. The
4: truth, I, we have been talking about Puerto Rico. I am a pro. Ben just got back, and his family is there, and it looks like they may, I mean, because oh my god the way well, the bush should have been
1: is- go ahead well they, they have mosquitoes in Puerto Rico the size of buzzards oh yes so yeah look out uh, so if you go to Puerto Rico make sure to get some bugger off bomb right um, bugger off com that's b-u-g-g-e-r-o-f-f-b-a-l-m dot com I went bike riding Jody for the first time uh, last weekend and so of course I tried my bugger off bomb for the first time too and I'm proud to say no bug bites not even any bug landings usually I get a couple of, like bugs will land on my shoulder or arms or something like that not a single one the whole damn time I got I got smacked in the eye by one but but I had I was wearing glasses so I didn't, <laughs> didn't actually go in my eye but that tends to happen when you're going fast on a bicycle the bugs just you run into the bugs they don't run into you Thanks to bugger off bomb, it was all you know um, a matter of getting that bugger off bomb on and doing the right steps, of course. And those steps include uh, number one, rubbing the bomb between my palms. I did that, you know. Uh, then I uh, covered the desired areas, which in this case were I just put it on my arms. I was just trying it on my arms. Uh, number three, I, I waited and felt the mosquitoes being repelled once I was actually on my bike. And then uh, had I been riding for a few more hours, I would have repeated. But I felt like, well, I'm only riding about 10 miles. So, you know, it was the first bike bike ride of the year. 10 miles is kind of embarrassing, but there it is. It was It wasn't enough time on the bike to, to actually repeat my application of bugger off, bomb. By the way, by the way, it smells as good as you would think, and and by good I say it smells clean. It doesn't have that chemical scent that most uh, off the shelf. Uh, uh, bug repellents have uh, right. bugger off smells clean and fresh, and it's not going to stain your clothing either. Plus no more Skeeter bites. Another line of defense against any insect borne diseases. It's just ten ninety five at bugger off and It'll last you a good long time, uh, but you can use our promo code B O B C for 15% off your entire order. Support this show by supporting bugger off bomb and stay bug free all summer along. Again, that's bugger off bomb at bugger off com. Uh, Promo code BOBC, or just click the link on the podcast page, and we thank you. The
2: Bob Siska Show.
1: This is a band called Twisted Mojo. The song is called My Babe Little Walter for some reason. They're, they're singing about Walter. I don't know if it's hey. actually—it's not Walter the dog. I, don't, right. I,
0: don't, I like this. I
1: don't—I don't think it's that Walter. It's a different Walter. But would it—would it be weird if they were singing about the dog? I
5: think. <laughs> Very 60s. I like. It.
1: Yeah, I love this. Albuquerque's own Twisted Mojo. Okay. So, New York Times last night released this story that was just uh, so, so, so delicious to read. And, and you know, I've been screaming about a cover-up for a, uh, quite a while now. Since since we heard the Mueller report first came down and then we didn't actually see the Mueller report, immediately red flags went off in my head. And I was like, oh my God, they're trying to cover it up. It, it, it hasn't dropped yet. It hasn't been delivered to Congress yet. Every second that goes by is another second in which they can be redacting, deleting, figuring out how to make sure it never sees the light of day. And that was my concern from minute one. And here we are with all of this reporting now. Uh, Twelve days later. So New York Times last night, the lead, some of Robert Mueller's investigators have told associates that Attorney General William Barr failed to adequately portray the findings of their inquiry And that they were more troubling for President Trump than Mr. Barr indicated, according to government officials and others familiar with their simmering frustrations. Now, uh, the Washington Post also confirmed this story. NBC News has confirmed this story. And there are multiple sources. This isn't just a single source of someone speculating they really the the muller people actually start, really threw down they really started swinging for the fences on this and the uh the smart money is that what they're trying to do is they're trying to coerce uh a bill barr to actually just go ahead and release the report because <clears throat> the thing that i keep thinking about is if they end up leaking it and all indications are showing that well you like know, somebody's going to. Yeah, exactly. This could be the first step toward leaking it. Like, okay, this yeah. is a shot across the bow. If you if you still don't release this thing uh, in an on the level way, we're just going to leak it. And to me, the, who
4: in the Mulder, who who's making this threat again?
1: These are uh, Mueller's investigators.
5: Yeah, there's a bunch of them that that are talking to the to the press right now oh, and good. saying, "Hey, you know, we wrote a report." Yeah, You know, our report is part of the main report and, and it was basically supposed to be released. Most of it couldn't have been redacted. Yeah. Some of it might have had to have been redacted. But in general, it was rec- it was supposed to be written to for the public to see. And they're really pissed off right now.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, they um, they wrote summaries for each section. Uh-huh. Yes. And they said they, these summaries could have been excerpted and used in uh, Bill Barr's memo but they weren't because the... um,
4: Well, maybe to be fair, they were harder to write in (laughs) crayon.
1: Basically, I mean, what Bill Barr released was he might as well have scribbled on a cocktail napkin because that's the extent of what we got. That's the thoroughness.
4: Wasn't that their tax plan? (laughs) Their first draft of it, remember? (laughs) Yeah.
1: In fact, they're working on their healthcare plan the same way. It's on the back of a napkin.
4: We'll show it to you. We got a secret plan to fight inflation. (laughs) show you like after the 2020 election.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, obviously here what they're saying is, If uh, if Bill Barr is busily redacting and taking out things that the American public needs to see, that Congress needs to see, crimes here, or the very least unethical behavior by the president, where it shows the president was getting scammed by Russia, et cetera, et cetera, was committing all kinds of obstruction of justice, things that we haven't even heard in the press yet, Um, and, and if he's taking all that shit out, and then suddenly the unredacted memo gets leaked, or the unredacted Mueller report gets leaked. Then you can compare and contrast, so you can say, right. "Oh, oh, that's what Bill Barr tried to remove, and it was something that doesn't need to be removed. That it doesn't and need to be." He's re- a political actor. Uh, yeah, again, and so what you're, what we're saying is, is that if, uh, let's say, Bill Barr releases a redacted memo to Congress, and then um, investigators or an investigator in the special counsel's office releases the unredacted memo, the compare and contrast is what's going to show the cover up. In that case, Mm -hmm. and as if anything else doesn't. I mean, everything is showing the cover up now. I mean, the cover up is is plain as day. But to prove the cover up, all you would ostensibly need to do is compare the two versions. You know, I was thinking about this also, the comparison idea in terms of Donald Trump's tax returns, which I mean, uh, the other big bombshell news T-Rex last night was that uh, the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. I saw that. Yeah, Richard Neal Yeah. Well, he requested the tax returns. Well, he legally
5: has the right to it.
1: Yeah. Exactly,
5: right. and and um, so the, since the since the twenty since the teapot dome uh, scandal, that's yep. when the law went into effect. Is that particular committee? Legally, has the right to anybody's tax returns in the country,
4: right? And because of my concern is that uh, he's had enough time now to make fake ones.
1: Yeah. Well, no, 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 they can't do that because yeah, they would have to go into the IRS database and change those Mm -hmm. too. Because again, another compare and contrast situation: if Donald Trump says, "Okay, here are my tax returns," and they're falsified, and then the Mm -hmm. IRS commissioner releases the actual tax returns and they don't match Mm -hmm. up, Mm -hmm. then hello, uh, hello, and bye bye. Donald Trump, mm-hmm. because you're gonna then you're impeached. That's the end mm-hmm. of the game. Not even the Republicans will go along with you after that. And I, I mean, sw-
5: Mnuchin's threatening to f- to fight this, but he'll lose because the law is very clear yeah, on this. Yeah, very, very clear. Uh, very, very clear.
1: And Richard Neal's uh, Congressman Neal's uh, Chairman Neal's uh, request was like airtight too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, what I'm thinking is um, here's a and this is a very narrow possibility, but I'm thinking in terms now of of how the Trumpers are going to excuse away anything that comes down, like so anything that's damaging, whether it's in the Mueller report or otherwise. And in the case of the tax returns, here's a narrow possibility, and I underscore the word narrow. So we get Donald Trump, six years of Donald Trump's tax returns, that's what's been requested. And it's not just Trump's uh, personal tax returns, it's all of his business tax returns too. Um, On the surface, you could take a look at say, Donald Trump's personal 1040 and say, you know what, look at this, I've done the math, I've had some accountants check this out, and everything looks okay, there's nothing hinky here with Donald Trump's personal tax return. Obviously, there are going to be hinky things about his tax returns. But if in the event, you know, they come out, and they're looking at him and saying, well, there's nothing falsified here, there's nothing, there's no tax cheating here, Um, that's a possible way out for them, but... If the tax returns come out, you don't see anything hinky in there, you don't see any tax evasion going on in there, but the numbers don't match up with applications for bank loans or applications for insurance, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera then there's where the fraud can end up being. Yep. It, so what I'm saying is is that Donald Trump could be concealing his tax returns in order to conceal fraud on other applications and other yep. documents that he's under penalty of perjury. Um, I've
4: always felt like that was kind of one of the assumptions of why, I mean, not just to hide Russian activity, yeah. but just to hide a, a lifetime of corruption.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
4: My problem is I just, I'm really worried all this is moving too slowly that they're just like that would they have every day that we follow the normal processes is another day that they have to concoct excuses or distractions or, you know, and it just, I mean, yeah. like I said earlier, I'm just, I'm nervous. And yeah. Then,
1: you have every right to be nervous. Ahead. Yeah. I mean, every, I mean, being yeah. nervous is the right thing to be because uh, again, this is the speed at which uh, politics and government moves.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, uh, for example, um, everything fell to shit. Last Monday, a Monday week ago, uh, the 24th, uh, Sunday, the 24th, uh, Monday, the 25th, where it just looked like they were all dancing on our heads, crowing about. And it was everyone from Donald Trump himself all the way down to Glenn Greenwald and all points in between. There's going to be a reckoning. It's going to be a reckoning. And everyone who accused him of doing all these bad things is going to be convicted as traitors or, you know, it was just Mm -hmm. tragic and awful. But now we see the speed at which the system collapses on someone like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what is it? Eleven days later, um, the House Democrats and the mainstream news media, the print news media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, in this case, NBC News as well, uh, say, hey, not so fast. Not so fast, you hairless buzzard. We've got this shit <laughs> on you. Because you know what he looks like a he looks like a, a bird whose feathers have all been stripped off. Have you ever seen like a parrot without yeah. any feathers and just looks so weird? But this is Don- I've always thought that that's what Donald Trump looked like. Like a featherless owl. One something. of the things that
4: really just like knocked me on my ass or <laughs> yeah. yesterday was his uh Puerto Rico tweet storm. Um and, and then had to have one of his the the White House deputy press spokesman go on TV and kept referring it to as a separate to Puerto Rico as a separate country yeah. and yes. calling them them and mm-hmm. saying that they were siphoning aid away from nebraskan farmers needed yeah. more and it just
3: Yeah, Hogan get you know, to my, my husband doing that. is yeah.
4: from Puerto Rico, you know, and there're still people suffering there. I mean, they've done an amazing job of recovering because they are tough and they're resilient and they're smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it just I mean mm, I know just, the racism and just the fact that it just you know that there's no one in the Republican Party will speak out. No one on Fox News will step out of the line. Yeah. And I just, I worried that it's going to be enough for mm-hmm. them to keep doing it to us again and again and again. And it just, I don't know. I'm, yeah, but I'm I down mean, in the dumps today.
1: Feel uh, feel uplifted a little bit. I know it, yeah. it seems uh, grim for, for Puerto Rico, but today is a day. I think the last 24 hours have been a time for us to uh, take a deep breath um, I mean, in terms of actual scandals, there's a lot to be happy about actual news uh, New York Times, Washington Post this whole bit with the uh, whether it's the security clearances or the tax returns or the Mueller report. this is all fantastic news um, and and that doesn't even begin to include all of the stupid brainworms problems that Donald Trump has had over the last 24 hours. So finally right. after yeah after a good long time, Jody, We can actually sit back and laugh at Donald Trump's expense after he was having, and this is what makes it extra delicious, the fact that he was doing such a jig over Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. bar memo Mm -hmm. and... And and thinking that he had political capital to be able to go after Obamacare, go after the mm-hmm. ACA in courts, mm-hmm. and to go after Puerto Rico and all these things, he is going to get, and he is being snapped back, including uh, uh, sealing off the border uh, with Mexico as well. He is being mm-hmm. snapped back so quickly and part of it is the system is rising up against him finally it's basically like the immune system of your body attacking a cancer or a virus or something like that this is actually happening right now and i think it's an opportunity for us to at least to to stop turn our backs to the wind and take a breath for a second um Mm -hmm. because you know there's going to be more tragedy coming up but i think we need to take some opportunities now to look at these uh, instances where Donald Trump is being absolutely being held accountable while at the same time indicting himself. I mean, mm-hmm. right? whether it's his comments or his stupid tone deafness. I mean, my, for God's sake, think about this from, from the perspective of the Affordable Care Act and this move that he's making in court. This is a lose, 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 lose for Donald Trump. Even if he succeeds, he loses. If he actually is able to succeed in saying, you know what, we're going to join all these lawsuits against the Affordable Care Act, and we're going to kill this thing, if he isn't able to achieve that, if he isn't able to achieve the uh, uh, repealing the Affordable Care Act, he loses. If he doesn't, he loses. Because yep. <laughs> what, 20, 20, 30 million people will lose their, lose their health insurance, and millions more will lose all these uh, consumer uh, protections that are in the bill. Uh, Medicare recipients, Medicare Part D people, will end up having yep. to pay out of pocket again. Their Medicare yep. prescription uh, coverage will, mm. will recede back, leaving them without any coverage for months Out of the year I mean it is going to destroy him If he gets Mm -hmm. what he wants Mm -hmm. And that's what's one of the many things That's so beautiful about all of this
4: But see so many people in that process Are going to get hurt and sick
1: Yeah that's always the big risk in all of this And I'm not necessarily saying That um, that's something that we should hope for But if Donald Trump decides to shoot himself in the foot Every other goddamn minute by making some of these moves, th- then at least there is some upside. At least it isn't all tragedy. At least there is some sort of political comeuppance away at for this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. So uh, this is all to say, um, to, again, the last ten days or so, I have been leaning on the cover-ups, which I still am. Um and, and Yeah, and, and at the same time. Uh, it's been really discouraging to know that maybe he's getting away with it. Maybe the system is not robust enough. Maybe the institutions aren't strong enough to be able to stand up to Donald Trump. But Again, the last twenty-four hours have been revelatory along those lines.
5: They have. I read. I believe John Kennedy, who is poorly named, um, yeah. the congressman from Louisiana. I think Ugh, I'm yeah. not exactly sure. He Jack, says he's he wants Jack
4: Kennedy. Actually, I think
5: he he wants the, the report released in full. Yeah. And then Chuck Grassley tweeted that out today as well. Now, now yeah. the House has more control over things happening than than uh, even Chuck Grassley does in the mm. Senate. But the fact that Grassley tweeted that, out, I'm like. Well, he was a decent judiciary. He was on the judiciary, correct?
4: Yeah. Oh, I can't stand Chuck um, Grassley. He oh, he's never, terrible. But he wasn't never that be, bad. Never be tricked by Chuck Grassley because he will like make moves to do the right thing as long as it has no consequences. Yeah, but and doesn't th- actually mean anything. In, in this
5: instance, he's been relatively yeah. decent and doing some oversight when he had control over a committee. Yep. Um. Uh. So this this to me says first off he knows a lot obviously of what the Mueller investigation was doing because he's got clearance. Yeah. And so he he knows he's probably not looked upon poorly in the report, Uh unlike maybe Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell or others in the Senate. So I think that that he might be genuine. Obviously, there's a possibility that he's just doing it to look like he's on the right side of history at the moment. But John Kennedy has things to lose coming out and saying he wants to read it. But I mean,
1: even if if he doesn't act on it, even if Chuck Grassley Mm -hmm. doesn't act on his uh, statement uh, about the Mueller report... Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that it at least trolls the people who exactly. need to be trolled about this. Mm-hmm. That oh yeah, mm-hmm. so Chuck Grassley is on board too. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know that's that's right. the takeaway I get. So yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to trust Ch- Chuck Grassley on anything, much less uh, Susan Collins and some of the other people uh-huh. who tend to wobble back and forth. <laughs> that's right. Wait, where's that button? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, even though that is uh, that is a thing and we can't rely on them uh, and their actions to actually back up their words, at least there is some degree of trolling that happens because the Red Hats are all going to have to absorb that bit of information. It's, just a, it's all critical mass. And, you know, I was wondering earlier today, uh, speaking of uh, trolls, I was wondering earlier today, like, which semantic loophole Glenn Greenwald is dancing within today because... <laughs> because that's what he loves to do. Loves to uh, find like one word someone has said and, and be ah ah, ah see, so you said that one word and now I'm going to tweet about it 30, 40 times in the next uh, five, 10 minutes. By the way, the, the best way, if you've been blocked by one of these people, uh, just go to your private window. Go to your incognito mm-hmm. window in your browser and ah. you can see everything. That's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> so I went over and checked out Glenn Greenwald. He's like, yeah, but, 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 we, but guys, but I just, you know. Guys. I was like, oh, so funny. It's so funny. You know, just everyone was uh, spiking the football, doing their victory laps, whatever metaphor you want to insert in there. And, and it was uh,
4: awful. That's when I tuned out. I was like, I just yeah. can't right now. Yeah.
1: You know, I wonder what is it about? What are they? What are they trying to put? What is the angle with Michael Tracy and Glenn Greenwald and Matt Taibbi on this thing? What?
5: It just it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It's like, so are you supporting Trump? I, yeah. I, it's weird.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so bizarre. And I don't know why they would line up. It's lucrative. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. No, really.
4: It's the same reason that like Candace Owen exists or like, you know, any of the other people who are Milo Yiannopoulos, because it's like, I'm not special over in my my actual team among mm. the gays or among the blacks or <laughs> among black people or you know yeah. just whatever or you know they're like no one's noticing me. Mm. But if I stake out this position over here that's contrary to the group that no one else has staked out, people will flock to me. Yeah. And yeah. I will make lots of money and I will be like a cult of personality and then that's why the people never if like even if he's wrong, they stick around. And it's the same thing with Trump. It's kind of one of the most Disturbing things about the, you know, the the shattering of the truth in the last however many decades, Mm -hmm. in that people like can find a, a niche selling a certain lie. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know what I've been waiting to hear from you about, Bob? Yeah. Is the uh, Alex Jones deposition that got released uh, last Friday?
1: <laughs> yeah, we talked about it on Tuesday, but it was, uh, it, it bears repeating how entertaining it was because there was one moment when uh, the lawyer for the families handed Alex Jones a photograph, and the photograph uh, uh, was uh, Bionic Dan Bedondi. Yeah The, the photograph was <laughs> Bionic Dan. Oh, yeah? It was like, here's here's cage fighter Dan Badandi. Did, did you send Dan Badandi to harass the Sandy Hook families? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, he was doing. I, I don't know that Alex Jones necessarily sent Dan Badandi to do anything. I think what Dan Badandi typically does, um, and this is st- so it's weird, suddenly I'm defending Alex Jones, uh, but not really. Uh, I'm just saying that D- Dan Badandi is almost like a free agent, and Dan Badandi right. does whatever right. the hell Dan Badandi wants to do, which Kinda is like always, Jacob Wall. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And so Badani went out, free range and, nuisance. Yeah, <laughs> Badandi went out and declared false flag with all of this shit, and went after the families and so on, and uh, and uh, and then reported back to Alex Jones, and Alex Jones was more than happy to present uh, Dan Badandi's findings. I, I was just I'm cracking myself up by saying Dan Badandi's findings, you know, but, uh, you know, it was just entertaining to see Alex Jones's reaction because for the first time during the deposition, and this is like an hour and a half into it, first time in the deposition that Alex Jones actually smiles, like, ear to ear with his big, stupid grin. Weird. Creepy. Uh, yeah, as soon as he sees a photograph, and I can only imagine which photograph of Dan Badandi it was, and I'm hoping it was my Photoshop of Dan Bionic Dan Badondi posing with the Bionic Man, Bionic Bigfoot, and the Bionic Woman. Because <laughs> I did a, for the show, I did a Photoshop right. of, of all four of them together. You know, you have to have the whole Bionic family together. And I'm hoping Absolutely. that that was the what photo. What was Jones's... Oh. Oh, no, I was just going to say, that was the photo that... uh, (laughs) I was hoping that was the photo that Jones saw in that deposition.
4: (laughs) I saw a thing in the New York Times that I should have read all the way through, or maybe it was New York Magazine, where they said his demeanor during the deposition video was going to be devastating to his persona. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, he said he he declared himself suffering from a psychosis, and that's what led him down the road of... (laughs) Of uh trying to debunk the validity of the Sandy Hook massacre, for God's sake. And that's one health. Did a psychological- he say
4: he's seeking treatment for that?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think he is. I mean, <laughs> Unless, my next question
4: is yeah. a journalist, or as a, as, a like, as an attorney. Like, are you taking any steps to remedy that?
1: Uh, the cocaine, maybe I don't yeah. know. He could be self medicating with cocaine, like always. He self medicates. Right. <laughs> he self medicates for a lot of things with cocaine, I think. Uh, but there was another video. I don't know if you saw the video at some Austin eatery somewhere. It was like an outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, a place where people were eating ribs or something like that. And and Alex oh, I Jones- I heard about this, yeah. It's so funny. Alex Jones was going nuts and went after one of the people there who I guess was uh, heckling him. And yeah. and he was just there for dinner. And then he starts going off and they had to escort him out of the restaurant because he started freaking out on all the customers, calling them libtards and whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. one, <laughs> one customer kept asking him, uh, someone behind the camera phone, was saying something to the effect of, uh, "When are you expecting, Alex?
5: <laughs> that was <laughs> so great. <All> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was really good. So fun, fun to watch Alex <laughs> Jones behind the eight ball, isn't it? Wow. All right. Uh, we're, we're way late for another break. Back with more show right after these words.
3: You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products.
1: on drums Mr. Chez Pezienza
2: of now My is out
5: This
1: is uh, Miami Florida's Coral Gables. I, I think this goes back I don't know. Nice. 15 years maybe. He's a good drummer. He's a fucking great drummer. When I, I was blown away. When he sent me these songs, I was knocked out. I was like, I, you know, I knew he was a drummer, but then actually hearing him play drums not only uh, made me admire him even more, but it also made me immensely jealous because I would love to be able to play the drums, and I just have no
4: aptitude for it whatsoever. You've you got to meet my brother. You guys are going to get along really well.
1: Yeah, well, you know, th- there's a thing about... Oh, by the way, I'm going to put a, uh, a link to some SoundCloud files if you want to hear more of Coral Gables in the description below. But, um, yes. you know, it's it's so funny with, with drumming. Neil Peart says that uh, drumming is a matter of being... Discoordinated not uncoordinated But but discoordinated So each of your limbs can operate Independently of the other ones and just You basically have a a, Each limb has a mind of its own So you're able to coordinate all that shit together And I have never Been able to figure that one out I I can't do
5: it at all I've never
4: been able to work In that last foot
1: yeah Yeah Um, exactly It's
4: there's a I was you know I learned to skip rope Again because I'd forgotten somehow as a Boxer when I was first learning boxing and I, it was the same deal yeah. and then when you make that breakthrough it just happens <laughs> right. you, you, you're like you're just all of a sudden you can do it and I, if you, I bet if you kept trying and kept trying and kept trying eventually you would get it Yeah. unless and, you don't have any rhythm at all which w- may be part of your heritage as a white person <laughs>
1: And, you know, it's funny, too, because, I mean, I it's not that I don't have rhythm. I mean, I can play a bunch of other instruments. I mean, I had five years of classical piano training. I could do that. I was doing – I could I play guitar. I, I, I'm i best at, at playing bass, and that was my mm. instrument in college. And um, but, but of course every it time,
4: was. You're the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, is,
1: are bass players considered the hot ones or something? I don't know.
4: It's only four strings, dude. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's true. It is a little
1: bit easier, but, uh, you know, it was easier that's for me.
4: That's a joke uh, because, really uh, – a killer bass player a good a great bass player can make your sound so yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's I'm being unreasonable there. But I mean, right? every time I picked it's up musician humor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> bit, but
1: every time I picked up a pair of drumsticks and 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 my brother Jim, who's just an amazing drummer, um, you know, he does he he performs live, mostly uh, acoustic guitar stuff, but whenever he picks up the drums, I'm just like, "Oh, damn you. Damn you, man. <laughs> I want to be able to do that and I just can't. I don't uh, it's, it's it's so frustrating." <laughs> All right, so meanwhile, um, while we were taking a break, Donald Trump started trolling Joe Biden again.
5: I saw that.
1: Oh, posted some God. video. It said, Welcome back, Joe, in all uh-huh. caps. And then it's got like a 14 second video clip of Joe Biden's statement. Oh, wait. And I it's. It
4: oh, let I let see what it is. In, in, as a GIF. I'm, gonna, I'm a GIF file right now. Yeah. What happened let is. them
1: fight. They made a, a video in which they superimposed Joe Biden um, uh-huh. coming up behind Joe Biden in the video. And grabbing uh-huh. his shoulders and kissing him on the back of the head uh-huh. or something. And, uh-huh. then, uh, and then Donald Trump says, welcome back, Joe. Um, Tom Nichols, of course, nails this quite often. He said, uh, Trump supporters will now explain why this behavior from a 72-year-old man in charge of a nuclear arsenal isn't, that all, isn't all that weird. And how he shows he's totally in touch with the average man something, something, something. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like I I tweeted to Don Jr. yesterday because Don Jr. was uh, screeching about the Joe Biden thing yesterday, completely tone deaf, completely Mm -hmm. contradictory and so on. I said to him, so he had unprotected sex with a porn star and she spanked him with a rolled up copy of Forbes. I'm talking about your dad, not Joe Biden, obviously. You know, and again, we're underscoring the fact that Does anyone on the Trump side get to say a single fucking thing about Joe Biden and this... This thing, this this touching
4: <laughs> thing. see, that's never going to stop them. They're going to, I mean, it's just like this, they they do not remember what happened five minutes ago. Yeah. They are just little resentment machines that he just triggers like little circuits. He turns on and off. It's just, it's so sad. I mean, did you see the woman jumping around and screaming at the CNN cameraman? Oh, yeah. Yes. Meth yeah, yeah.
5: Like, is a hell of a drug. You all are Fight news!
2: Fight news! Fight, fight! I'm just like, lady, I saw oh, that.
4: God, oh, please don't go choke to death on your own tongue.
1: Well, here's my theory about all of this, and and maybe you guys can uh, talk me down about this, but I think it's true. Um, I think social media is breeding uh, a climate in which we're all about now the endless fight. Rather than fighting toward a goal, rather than debating toward a goal, it's just now become all about the actual content of the debate. It's all about the, the, the shovel fight. It's never about reaching some conclusion. It's never about convincing someone. It's just... We love to just punch, 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 but there's never going to be a ding at the end to end the round. It's just going to be endless punching. And, and I think-
4: never get to actually punch anyone, and this is a huge source of frustration <laughs> to me. <laughs>
1: that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there's no actual punching in this, but I think. Uh,
4: God damn it! <laughs> I
1: know. I know. God damn it! So, uh, but but th- but I think what that's doing is that's breeding a climate in which. Donald Trump feels at liberty to just say this. It doesn't matter that he's contradicting himself. It doesn't matter that he's a hypocrite. All that matters is the fight, is the jab, is the troll. That's all that matters now. And my fear is that while social media has brought us together in some ways, and whatever other platitudes you want to apply to it, um, it, it has also manufactured this climate in which we're just always punching each other in the face without actually... Punching,
4: which Russia loves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
5: well I, I, you know, I sort I agree with you to some extent that there is a, a percentage of people that are on social media that that's all they care about. Yeah. But when you look at people like Kimberly and you look at people like Alyssa Milano and 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 these other amazing uh, David Hogg, you know, these yeah. these amazing people that that bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of um, incredible to me. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like
4: highways. They create pollution, they're a pain in the mm -hmm. ass. People die in high speed crashes on them every day. And yet, I want you to try to get from Atlanta to Montgomery or atlanta to birmingham without a highway yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be you know ding, 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 you know i mean just like completely hillbilly country <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: well i'm, I'm noticing... noticing that
4: because i'm from here yeah
1: well i'm noticing yeah. too that that there are just a bunch of instances of the access hollywood video now coming up in my twitter feed i guess these are all people responding to donald trump's uh, trolling of joe biden
5: oh good <sighs> well, well okay. then you, did you see joe biden's apology uh, yes, I, you know what? I thought it was great.
1: I thought it was great I did too. And I don't know what that says about me. I don't know whether that says—a uh, privilege or uh, white no. male patriarchy or whatever. But uh, you know what? And I, I've been critical of Joe Biden. I've been very mm-hmm. critical of Joe Biden. And I thought that video was pretty fucking savvy. Was pretty smart. I thought so too. You know? as, a, as
5: the I lady in the it room. Yet, but yeah. Yeah.
4: Can I, I do want to say something as a gay man who t- who is really huggy with women a lot of the time and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I've always gotten permission, you know, like before I rushed up and gave somebody a big squeezy hug. But um, at least it's not a sexual thing. But like, I really do like personally. This has taught me that I need to be more respectful of people's odd, you know. (sighs) Yeah,
1: but you're not, you're, not, you're not shuffling your nose into their hair or their ear or something like that. It's just kind of it's kind of weird. I did that to
4: a lesbian friend of mine once when I was drunk. No, I that. <laughs> well, but it, I just walked up to her and I gave her a hug and I was like, oh, my God, you smell good. But, wh- you know,
1: Jody, where like- do you land on on Joe Biden's? Uh, I was calling it improper touching before because of the Duggar thing. But, you know, where, where right. do you land on that? Because it seems like uh, I mean, at least from yeah. where I'm sitting and of course, I'm white male, middle aged Gen X guy. Um, hmm. It seems like it's it's improper, but of course it doesn't rise to the level of I, I don't think it's sexual not harassment. harassment.
5: Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I don't agree that it's comparable to other things. It's not. It's not Harvey Weinstein. It's not Les Moonves. It's hmm. not Louis C.K. Like wait, 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 T Rex. Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, it's not Donald Trump. It's it's Joe Biden is a very kinesthetic touchy-feely kind of guy. I mean, Mm -hmm. a friend of mine just posted a bunch of pictures of him doing similar things to men, one of which was his son, so that shouldn't be in that meme of photographs. But there's a photograph of him with his hands on Al Franken's shoulders, and Franken looks uncomfortable. Now, he might be in the (laughs) middle of laughing. I don't know what happened Mm -hmm. prior to or after the photograph was taken, but the look on his face, to me, looks uncomfortable. Other people say, no, he just looks like he's thinking about something else and I'm like okay that's that's how we read faces differently. Yeah. But as far as him it, the women that felt uncomfortable I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um but none of them so far has come forward and said well it was harassment or he sexually assaulted me or touched mm. me touched my boob or you know grabbed my crotch. Nobody is saying that. It's all been very much like I don't like it or he I felt weird at the time and women have been conditioned and it's getting better. I think the generation below uh, me and then the one below them, they're less um, fearful of speaking up at the moment than say my generation and older women are. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
5: I mean, watching Hillary Clinton be stalked on stage.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: You oh my know, God. and people were like, "She should have said something." And then what? She would have been called a harpy or a bitch or whatever for putting him in the place that he needed to be. Yeah. But she's been conditioned like I was and other people. There's just things you just you walk down the street because you know me. I walk the planet every day, and Jody
4: <laughs> <Dirty laughs> Hamilton Kane. walks the world. <laughs> I do.
5: I am. I'm Kane. I'm, yes. I'm Forrest Gump, actually, but. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, if some, uh, this has happened on m- m-
1: multitudes. Life
4: is like a can of tab.
5: It is <laughs> a
1: can of tab. That's so funny. You,
5: you, you always love your. Saccharine. It's dark, but it's got bubbles in it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I've been I've been accosted to a certain extent verbally. Luckily, not so far. Knock on, uh, four mic or whatever the hell I'm knocking on. Um, uh, where a, if a guy walks. by, by me or in a car or something and I don't Mm. smile back I've been yelled at.
1: Oh, my God.
5: And What am Fucking I supposed guys. to do? Yell back? You know? I mean, every now, if I'm in with another girl I've had, like, you've been catcalled, and if I'm w- with another person, I'll back up and go, does that work for you? Because it's really not working for me. <laughs> do you get a lot of dates that way? You know? Because then they get scared because you're getting back, but I, I have to be me, in a group yeah. situation because mm. if I'm alone, then there's a possibility of somebody hurting me physically. Wow. And so women are have been taught, if somebody touches you inappropriately, depending on the situation and your environment—you shut up.
4: Mm. I sure didn't mean to cut you off.
5: <laughs>
0: That's okay, honey. I
4: well, it's I just okay. You can mansplain it to me later. I realized that I was doing exactly what society does. But I also, but what I was going to say is that I experience very similar stuff in terms of gay bashing.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
4: like there's situations I walk into where I know to uh, like dial it in. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and like. There have been a lot of, especially, like, growing up in the South, there are a lot of situations where, just like Joey said, I get yelled at from cars, you mm-hmm. know, I get, like, people threatening me, and uh, it's, you just it's this- exactly the same assholes, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, in fact, um, God, I was watching. We were watching the the most recent Amy Schumer stand up special on. Oh, on wasn't that great? So funny, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love her. And you know, and of course, she's she's always going back to this particular issue, and she was talking about you know the kind of harassment, and the kind of violence that uh, that is inflicted upon a lot of uh, a lot of people in the name of just simple and awful bullying. And mm-hmm. in fact, she, she singled out uh, trans people. Like trans people are con are the are getting the worst of the worst of it. And mm-hmm. you know, and I, murdered. I, I, I mean, we're not and, just and talking murdered. about beat up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They,
4: they, a body shows up somewhere every day of a trans person, male, yeah. a trans man or trans woman. It's horrible,
1: right? And and again, this is going back to I hate to do a segue like this, but it actually relates back to what I was saying earlier with regard to um, emphasizing the fight rather than having a debate toward a solution. Um, is right. that is that that kind of behavior becomes acceptable and condoned because of, well, it's all part. It's all part of this grand end here, it's coming right?
4: Coming down from the top.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's being it's coming down from the the top guy. It's coming down from the president of the United States to a certain extent. And that's giving me cover to be able to do this, because exactly. really, it's ultimately about no matter who I end up beating up, who I end up trolling, who I end up bullying. And there is such a um, a cultural aspect to all of this. And this actually this goes all the way back to Bill Barr, I think, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And this is just a theory. And this could be completely dis- disproven by facts. But I think Bill Barr, while he was attorney general in the Bush camp, while he was mm-hmm. an H.W. Bush appointee. Um, mm-hmm. And and so therefore, I think a lot of people, and one of, maybe one of the reasons why he was confirmed is because a lot of people associated him with, oh, well, this isn't Trump, this is old school Republican mm-hmm. from the Bush administration. But we can't discount the cultural phenomenon of donald trump where there is an entire generation of white baby boomer men uh, age maybe let's just say age 60 plus Mm -hmm. who are really into donald trump because he represents them culturally and that carries such weight with them that Mm -hmm. they're willing to excuse all kinds of horrible shit in furtherance of the cultural shift or the cultural disruption where it's just like what they from their point of view after watching uh Fox News channel listen to AM Talk Radio all day their point of view is that our culture is being taken away from us by trans people in bathrooms and by baby killing women and by you know all of these things by brown people flooding over the border by Puerto Rico making fun of Donald Trump you know they feel as if their personal their identity and and these are the guys who, by the way, are attacking identity politics at every turn. But they're Oh no,
4: go don't, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> you know where it's I'm like, going with that, right? Oh no, no. It's like yeah. oh God, yes. And it's just and you know, and they're like, Well, what about you know, I just I saw another someone today, I can't even remember who it was, just like, but discriminating against me because I'm white isn't okay. It's still discrimination. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. Do you not understand that everything in the society cuts your way? Right. Right. Like for, if my, if my somebody question. decides to not let you into a single movie screening, right. you have a huge meltdown. Mm. Go on, Jody.
5: Well, uh, the question I always have for those that are afraid that they're losing their power is, what do you think we're going to do? What you did to us?
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right. It's like, huh, do you think there's something weird about how we treat minorities in this country? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh. I mean, if, if
5: it, otherwise, why, what, what's the problem? Yeah, I know. I know.
1: Well, I mean, there's this, this uh, gigantic sense of entitlement. There's a but mm-hmm. I mean, beyond that, it's just like you, you liberals, or as Alex Jones was saying, you libtards are mm-hmm. taking away the things that are-
4: libtard- <laughs> give us the voice, Bob, come on, don't hold back. <laughs>
1: You libtards are taking away all of our rights. You, you, are, <laughs> you are condemning us for being white, middle aged men. And, what's, and what, what are we doing to the frogs? Making the friggin' frogs gay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well, my you. favorite. Except I, for the, time, the one day you kept saying, on Russian soil well, over and over.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's really embarrassing to admit how often I just walk around talking like Alex Jones, just saying mm-hmm.
3: shit.
4: I would just love to hear you make a sandwich talking to yourself in the Alex Jones voice. You know? I,
1: I have officially switched over from peanut butter to apple butter. It contains uh, fewer fats and other bad things that can make me get fatter and fatter and fatter and more and more shaped like a Weeble Wobble.
5: <laughs> you know, if you're
1: like me and you're shaped like a Weeble Wobble, try almond butter. It's a better alternative to peanut butter. Thank you very much. Put that on a couple of pieces of wheat bread. See, now I could do that all day. I could just. What
4: can I do with Lindsey Graham for y'all?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Graham what's... ordering at uh, ordering at Olive Garden.
4: Oh well. <laughs> I mean, is it too late for the all you can eat breadsticks and, and salad? Okay, that I just
1: uh, love those breadsticks.
4: What's a what's a tortini? <laughs> Y'all don't call me
1: ignorant. T-Rex wins. (laughs) T-Rex wins. I'm just going home. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Bye. How
4: how tall are you, waiter?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That is too good. All right. Well, maybe one of these days, maybe ne- next year for April Fools, we'll uh, we'll just suddenly host the show as Alex Jones and uh, Lindsey Graham.
4: Lindsey Graham, <laughs> I can do Al Gore too.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Al Gore isn't too far away from Lindsey Graham as far as the voice goes. No. I no, like to point. Not. I point to my
4: charts. I look at my charts and point to my charts. The got- planet has a fever. If your baby had a fever, you would <laughs> take it to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot more to talk about coming up on the postmortem show.
1: That is at our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com. By the way, if you're there, make sure to listen to my interview with Chris Wallow from Deathcap for Cutie, formerly of Deathcap Recutie. Um, it was it was weird because I asked him on the show, I said, so I know you've probably responded to this question a bunch of times, but why did you leave? Why did you leave Deathcap? And then there was this long pregnant pause, and I'm going, oh mm-hmm. shit.
5: Uh oh! <laughs> Shit! It's I overstepped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I overstepped my bounds. <laughs> he's like, well, uh, you know, interesting. You should say, and I was like, you know, you don't have to answer if there's something you don't want to answer. And he's like, no, no, I totally want to answer. It's a good question. And so he gave me the whole rundown of what happened between him and Ben Gibbard, who's the uh, lead singer and, and main songwriter in Death Cab. And
4: I'm gonna say something about that in the postmortem.
1: Oh, okay, great, good. I'm looking forward. Why, to
4: I'm, they're not really my favorite band.
1: Well, fuck you then, T Rex. Bye bye. <laughs> See you later. You're out. Check, please. <laughs> there goes T Rex. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We got the post mortem show coming on. I already said that, so it's got to be the brain worms with me, too. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> um, Bobseskashow.com. Did I say that, too? Yes, I did. Uh, sign up for $5 a month and you can uh, hear the post mortem show. Okay? Got it? Got it. Uh, meanwhile, you can listen to Jody Hamilton at From the Bunker.com. That is the From the Bunker podcast. She's also on the Stephanie Miller Show every damn week. Plus, uh, T Rex can be heard at the T Rex Report podcast. That's Patreon.com slash The T Rex Report. Soon to be on iTunes. There you go. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Ste- Stephanie Miller Show is at StephanieMiller.com. Kimberly Johnson is at Patreon.com slash Start Me Up. She's doing her all of her own production now. So please not only support Kimberly's show, but give her a break because she's just figuring out all this crap. And I'm, I'm trying to help, but you know. All right. Have a great weekend, folks. See you on the after party tomorrow. Bye-bye.